This is the Spapreneur Podcast, episode 129. Today's episode is brought to you by Demented Ramona. <laughs> to be fair, she has very tiny humans and they're around a lot. You can't listen to uh, our show. Hello. So I've not been listening to things because even if I listen, I probably won't remember. <laughs> there is nothing relaxing about owning a day spa. Serious spa owners know that being in the spa business isn't for the week. And the lesson in this was I didn't follow my own advice. This is the Spapreneur Podcast with Ramona Rice and Lynn Graves. She is the main owner of the company. I am the COO. I get to be emotional. Right. I don't. Spapreneurs. Sadly says he's not here. The people coming on the podcast are disappointed. So it's just going to be a threesome, not a quadruple, whatever you would call that. I don't know what that would be in the terms of things. And that's probably naughty for me to say because they own mattress stores. Mattress stores? What the fuck are they doing here on this Spopreneur podcast? Well, let me tell you, they're both named Mark because that's not going to be confusing as hell. Um, But let me tell you, they have the coolest book right now. It just came out and I love it. Um, It is called, let me find, it is, I want to get the title exactly right because you need to go to Amazon right this second and download it is Come Back to Bed. Hello. Um, Attract more foot traffic and make people fall in love with your store. And I love this and I love them. We've been chatting. I feel like they're uh, friends. I feel like we could watch football. I don't know if they even like football, but it is Mark Quinn, Mark Kinsley. They're known as Dos Marcos. Gentlemen, welcome to the podcast. Oh, it's so great to be here. We yes. it out. Can you can you up the energy just a little bit? Like we need Please. to I feel I'm like actually I'm in a super library. Tired. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually super tired. Normally I take these in the morning. Um, I am super sleepy. It's been a long week. Um, I feel a little hungover because the day after um, the mm. Biden-Harris administration, I was super excited to see a woman. I was like, oh my God, someone with ovaries of power. It's so exciting. I don't know what to do with myself. I don't, you know, I was like, ah. So, um, you know, and maybe I need to talk to you all about new mattress. I don't know. Um, because I just feel like I did not get sleep. I was just so excited because the book is so fascinating to me because I believe, and I think y'all do too, that every business can learn something from the retail industry because the retail industry touches literally every single person on the planet. I don't care if you are going to mega malls in the United States here, or if you're in a little tiny village in like China, there's commerce and there's retail everywhere. And the day spa industry is not the exception. So I'm so excited to have you all on here to talk about bringing an experience to stores and how you guys have taken something as really as dreadful as buying mattresses and turning it actually fun. Like I'm very fascinated about this whole concept. So let, let's get started. Because how does one, besides the actual like, hey, what I can do with the mattress when I get home, you know, bounce on it, sleep on it, you know, lay on it, and then some other things on it. Um, you know, how do you guys make that sexy and fun? Because I'm curious. That has nothing to do with day spots. It's just my own curiosity. There's there's so many ways to make it fun. I, I It's funny because in our industry, the whole experience of shopping for a mattress is compared to a used car, Right. And so start with that. It's a problem. The second big thing in the opportunity is, you know, you have to decide what business you're in. And Kinsley and I are big about this, right? So are you giving massages, massages or doing spa things, or 
are you like us in the life improvement business, right? Because that's a big thing. There's one result if you're selling mattresses to people, but there's another entirely different result if you have purpose in what you do when you go to work, the opportunity when they come into your, your spa, like what are you going to help them with, right? And so how do you create a kick-ass experience that's going to be meaningful and actually help them feel something and you can connect to them in an emotional way? So the whole book is really focused on uh, different techniques and, and ways to make people really connect to who you are and what you do. Kinsley, what did I miss there? Gwen, you never miss anything. Come on, I did too. You're, you're just a volcano of, of perfect. Information. <laughs> oh my I'm God. I want to be described as a place. volcano. Ooh, <laughs> That's wow. good. No one's That's ever good. described me as a volcano. A Gatlin gun once, but never but a volcano. You're hot, Ramona, and lava coming out everywhere. <laughs> just oozes the, out. Exactly. Yes. Right. Thank that's you. Right. Thank you. There you go. Well, I think, I think you didn't miss anything, but I think my yes and approach, which is yes. what we do on our podcast, is we build on each other's ideas, is to say, yes, you got to figure out what business you're in. And whenever somebody comes in, whether they're buying a mattress or getting a massage, that's a moment of transition and an opportunity for transformation. And we talk about this a lot. Like when people come in to buy a mattress, they're usually coming in because of some sort of transition in their life. Maybe they got a new house. Maybe they got a divorce. Maybe a kid's going off to college. Maybe a mother-in-law suite is going to be populated with a new bed. Usually it's some sort of transition. And what happens in a transition? People are scared. There's uncertainty. And so you have an opportunity to help them through that transition. And when you look at it as not just being a transaction, you can help them transform their life in some positive way. Once a decade, typically once a decade, if somebody comes into a mattress store to, to buy a bed, so you have one chance every 10 years in somebody's life to educate them on better sleep, better sleep habits, the half-life of caffeine, all of the disruptors in the bedroom environment, what's happening with their body as they age and change. To, this is your chance to transform their life in a truly meaningful, positive way. Think about getting a massage. People are probably going through some sort of transition. Maybe they had an injury. Maybe they're getting ready to get married. Maybe they're celebrating having accomplish something meaningful and great. If you look at it as somebody going through a transition and it's your opportunity to serve and help them transform, flip a switch, change the meaning, and you, you're in a different business. You you brought up something I was I was going to bring up because I, I think it's really important to understand how this is a critical thing, spotpreneurs who are listening. And, and I need you just to really think about this. The average transaction for a mattress store is every 10 years. So they only really get one good sale out of a person directly every 10 years. Whereas in the spa world, they could come in every day. And we have a few of those clients, I swear, who live here and they're here more than I am. Okay. And those are our favorite clients because they're spending a lot of money. But it's also, and, and I want to get into this, is the referral. They, they make this experience so much fun that people are like, you will not believe how much fun I had buying my mattress. And that's what um, Jay Bear has a great book called Talk Triggers. And he talks about this a lot, that that's a talk trigger. Like, you will not believe how much fun I had at this. When you can take, and I, I'm a big believer in this, entrepreneurs solve problems. So whether it is they need to, you know, get a better mattress for low back support, or like you said, you know, the last time I bought a mattress um, was when I was moving in with my now husband. But the first time I had to buy a mattress by myself was when my husband, my my first husband passed away. And we had this big king size bed. And it's like, this is too big for me. And it's too sad for me to be in this bed. So I had to get a smaller bed. And that's how, that was hard. And, and going through the process, I just bought something out of a box, the internet. I'm sorry, gentlemen. I did not go to a store. I know, I know. I Come bought on. my thing. 
Yes, I did because I didn't want to deal with anybody at that moment. But and, and talk about that because you know we're in a day and an age where in spa land people can buy massage guns now. They're afraid to come out because of COVID. Or like you guys, I mean, Casper mattresses are on podcasts everywhere, and they're like, you know, you must dislike them so much. I don't know. Um, so you know, are they are they like the pizza and massage that I feel where it's like, go away, you awful people. You don't know what you're talking about. How do you? with that 10 year gap, get those referrals and, and make it like just fun to talk about. Well, look at the, look at it this way. So here's, here's a great question for everyone in the spotpreneur land, right? So think about your brand and think about human beings. Like for a moment, we don't know each other very well, but like literally from the beginning, I felt something about you because you just have this really energetic personality. You're the kind of person I would like to go out and have a drink with and just be friends with. You're like my kind of person, right? And, and so I think that the important thing for, for, for everyone listening to this is I want you to think about the connection you have to your consumer. And so if people see your logo or an ad or anything come out from you, are they feeling something about your business? Because if they don't feel anything, then you don't have a relationship with them and you need to have that connection because once you have that connection, if it's emotional, if you can make them feel something good about your business, then they're going to come back. And it's not a transaction. They're not coming in because they want you to provide a, they're coming in because they trust you to do something good for them. And so it really is all about that. And when you, when you're in the mattress category, it's awfully tough because they're not coming in, but every 10 years, but if you have people that you can have coming in and it's a repeat business, that's a huge deal. And so the opportunity for you little by little to build bridges and connections with them and become friends with them, then that's a huge, massive thing. And, and the best part of it is if your experience isn't right, if it's not memorable, here's, here's a great gut check. If I come to your spa right now and I have a treatment of some kind and I leave, have you done something good enough for me where I'm going to walk out and tell somebody about it? Right. That's a high hurdle. I get it. But word of mouth marketing is some say worth 16 times what a paid ad would be. And so we think that's a really big deal. So create an experience, connect to them emotionally so that when they leave, they go, oh my God, you're not going to believe this totally kicked ass. I felt great. The massage feels good. Don't give me that bullshit because guess what? That is price of entry. That is table stakes. Your job is to give me a good massage. That doesn't count. It's the other stuff that matters. So Kinsley, go ahead. And you have to, you have to think about surprise and delight because surprise is the foundation of delight. And so what do people expect when they get a massage? No, we don't want surprises that are so out there that we feel uncomfortable. But let me tell you a story about, uh, about Christmas trees because it's totally relevant to what we're talking about. Because Quinn, Quinn nailed it. If somebody doesn't walk out and unprompted remark upon your business, then it is not remarkable by definition. Mm -hmm. So Christmas trees. So there was a guy and he, he's his girlfriend and he's living up in Minnesota. This is a true story. Um, he's living in Minnesota, didn't have a Christmas tree. It was like a couple of days before Christmas. His girlfriend says, you gotta, you gotta get a Christmas tree. So he goes online and he's like, I'll just have one delivered to my house. So he goes online, he finds a couple of services and he looks at one, it looks legit, orders a Christmas tree. A couple hours later, ding dong. <laughs> he peeks through the, the peephole and he's like, what on earth is this? Opens the door, two guys are dressed like elves and they're carrying his Christmas tree. Christmas tree is here. Can we bring it in and set it up for you? They boom, flip on their iPhone, start playing Christmas music, dressed as elves, set up his Christmas tree in the stand. He's taking pictures. He's calling his neighbors to come down and take pictures. He's posting on Twitter and Facebook. He's doing live video. 
it was so remarkable, he couldn't wait to remark upon it. That is the bar. That's the experience that we have to think about creating. And it comes down to evaluating from the moment somebody steps their foot out of their car and onto the pavement in your parking lot until the moment they put their hands on the steering wheel. If you can envision that process and create little moments of surprise and delight along the way, where are your elf shoes? Where is your Christmas music? Where is you setting up and decorating the tree? But in the spa land, and, and if, you, if, that, if you evaluate that experience stem to stern, document it, brainstorm around it, get a team that's creative around that, you will find ways to surprise and delight and you won't have to do any marketing anymore. Uh, first off, it's like male Ramona has come out because literally <laughs> I use that exact term surprise and delight all the time because it's so true. When you surprise and delight, like little things, spapreneurs, little things that don't cost a lot of money. Like for example, um, we still have, and I'll, I'll put the link to this guide. It's like a hundred things you can do to make your spa better. Um, it, it was my original opt-in. But one of the things we've always done is, and again, we have marks on, they don't probably understand this need, but we always leave tampons and maxi pads in the bathrooms because I never want to be a woman, have a woman come into our day spot and forget that item and feel uncomfortable and, and not have to ask for that. I just want them to be there for her to use or hair ties in the bathroom, you know? Um, but when it was safe, we used to keep hair products in the bathrooms because that way they could get themselves ready to work. And this stuff didn't cost us a lot of money, but boy, did it make it seem like, wow, they really thought of everything I needed to make myself ready to go back into my world after this massage. And, and that's the key. And I love this. I love that story of the elves. And, and I, I'm just like, I'm going, yeah, I'm thinking when my babies were little, how fun would that have been for them to see Santa's elves come in with their Christmas tree? I mean, that's remarkable. And for that Christmas tree lot, it probably didn't cost them that much more money. They just had to what buy some elf costumes. That's what 50 bucks at the most. Well, these two, the guys that started that, the, the dude that told me the story, said, I had to figure out who this was. It was so cool. So he, he got a hold of the company and it was owned by three guys and they were going to shut down the Christmas tree business and then they got drunk and they voted. And so the vote was, do we dress up like elves and this is our new business or do we shut this thing down? Two guys were a little more drunk than the other guy. They voted yes, two out of three wins and that's what they did. Wow. <laughs> So, no, okay, we're, we're not necessarily recommending you get drunk and make business plans. Let's be really clear. No, yes, we are, because the official the official beverage of our podcast is tequila shots, Ramona. So we just want to give oh, you Oh, I went to the University of Virginia, so I'm a bourbon girl. And then Ceci likes champagne. Ceci is a champagne drinker. So, and Jen. And Jen. Optimism, okay? Yeah. Yeah, no, no, no. We we do believe in the drinking. Um, you know, again, every time we say surprise and light, take a shot. If that's what you choose to do, you can totally do that. But I, I love that. And it's simple. I think sometimes we overthink it, or it's it's either two extremes. We don't think about it at all. And like just today, I was outside my day spa, um, you know, in the morning, and there was like a pack, an old pack of cigarettes someone had dropped, and like a wrapper from a whopper. And I'm the freaking CEO of the company. And I'm picking this stuff up because I'm like, this is gross. And if I were a client coming to freaking Healthland in the middle of COVID, that's the last thing I want to see is cigarette. And so, so those little things, like he said, from the moment they step out of the car to the moment they leave. And then afterwards, it's the emails that you send to, to refer back. And it's the invitation to come back spapreneurs because unlike mattress stores, you can get them in as soon as possible, giving them a specific reason to return or giving them a specific reason to recommend you for their next couple's massage because you had such a great time with your husband there. Like, oh, you got to go do this for a date night. It's so much fun and different. Well, like That specific reason is so important, right? Let us tie together our industries. I'll give you yes. a, a way of doing that. 
you should form a relationship with your local mattress stores. You are rubbing on people's backs. People's backs are resting on mattresses for hopefully eight hours a night, a third of your life. If you see an opportunity to connect that person to a better mattress, talk to them about sleep, talk to them about spinal alignment. Is it properly aligned? That is exactly what we're talking about in the mattress business. And we're always saying you should form relationships and partnerships that magnify your brand. And who is, who is in the business you're in, but in a slightly different way? Chiropractors, of course. Mm-hmm. But of course, in the spa business, the mattress business, we should be holding hands and we should be partners in some way. You know, why well, not he- have a business card, Ramona, where that you can literally refer, you have a relationship with a, a sleep shop down the street that you like. The guy's a legit guy, right? He's not a, a hustler, but have his business card and send it. And, and it's a revenue stream for you. If they go in and buy a bed, then he's going to kick back something to you if you believe in that, right? Or even adjustable basis. Kinsley talked about the mattress, even the base. You get into zero gravity, right? You want to relax. They have a massage function on most of those bases. So there's a real connection to that with what you guys do. No question about it. I love this too. And we talk about this a lot. Like we've, we've had sponsorships at our day spa actually with our favorite brewery because we always do Father's Day promotions because who's hanging out the brewery? A lot of dads, um, you know, and it makes sense. And we get a lot of guys that come in getting more comfortable with, with spa services because it's like, oh, well, they hang out the brewery. Okay, that's cool. Or hey, I threw out my back or whatever. But I love the idea of how would one, because I've never approached, and it's so funny. I did not tell you guys, I was going to ask you afterwards, uh, my father-in-law who has very bad back issues, we need to buy a new mattress for him. So I was like, after the call, I was like, ooh, I'm going to ask them. They know somebody in my local area that I can go to in their network. Like, who do I go to to buy a mattress? Because how do you form those kind of relationships? Like, how would I approach, um, like, a, let's say a sleep store or something like that, like my, you know, locally based one that really understands my customers? How, how would you go about doing that? Well, you just, I, you know, if there's, if you're driving by one, it's really going to be an interview process, right? You want, the, you want a person. It's not a store. You want the person. So I love the local shop local thing. And so go find somebody who owns a store, who has a a local business, a furniture store, a mattress store, who knows what the hell they're talking about. That's a big one. And you know that when you turn someone over to them, they're not going to get this used car salesman approach, right? And so that's it. And then say, hey, listen, this is what I do. Do you think there's an opportunity for business? I can guarantee you this. If a mattress store salesperson or owner finds out that you have an opportunity to maybe send them customers, they're going to warm up to that pretty quickly because for them, it's found business, right? There's no acquisition cost in that at all. And here's the really cool part. There's a reciprocation to that, right? Why not have some of your stuff there? Because if anyone comes in and they have a back problem, a mattress store is going to uncover that completely. And so it'd be a really cool thing for them to say, hey, you know what? We got some friends right down the road and they have a spa and they have these treatments. And because you're one of our customers, they're willing to give you a discount on a treatment mm-hmm. and you can do the same back for them. And there's an incentive to send them back into that place. So, and most guys, I mean, they're totally up for that kind of thing anyway. And here's the cool part. I guarantee you, most of you guys out there listening to this, nobody has thought about that in the mattress space. So when you walk into their door and you hit them with this idea, I guarantee they're going to be like, holy crap, that's a great idea. I'd love to do it. And one thing you could do is also formalize it. You know, sometimes whenever you're biz deving things, you go and talk to somebody and you come up with a great idea and you say, hey, let's trade some business. And then it never happens. So maybe even formalize the relationship a little bit and do a promotion of sorts. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe the, the mattress retailer could give away a free massage with every purchase around Valentine's Day. And all they're going to do idea. instead yeah. of you know, taking the spiff or the commission that they're going to you know, give the salesperson for that, for that month, they're going to they're going to pay you the spa owner that amount of money to cover it and you figure out what the terms and what the relationship looks like but now 
each of you, you know, your vibe attracts your tribe. So if you get the right person, like Quinn said, and, and the values align and you talk about what each of you believe in ahead of time, then you're going to have a great, meaningful relationship, but formalize it, create a promotion, make it so valuable. Then you as the mattress store and you as the spapreneur, you go out and find somebody else that could fit in that love basket for Valentine's Day and create something that's so valuable and so attention grabbing that people can't ignore it. And then you're all part of it. Rising tide lifts all ships. Hey, Ruben, I have a question for you because in yep. our industry, Kinsley and I are hell-bent on really um, driving this message into our business. So I, I think there might be a similarity. Is there a need for spotpreneurs out there to educate people about the benefits of what you guys do, right? Because I love a good massage, but I can't really tell you like, other than I like the way it feels and I know mm -hmm. that it's good for my muscles and that kind of stuff. Is there an education opportunity for you guys? Because I think when they discover things online, that's another piece of it, right? So if you're just in the business of a transaction and giving a massage, that's one thing. But if they discover you online and there's really cool information that can help educate me on why this is a good thing for me to do on the health aspect of that. Is that true in your business or are people getting that part right pretty easily? No, it depends on the modality, really. So, for example, right. there there are like people know what a deep tissue massage is, but there's literally like 20 different ways to do a deep tissue massage. And so the type of massage is called the feature, what I call the feature. So an ashiatsu massage, I don't know if you gentlemen have ever had one. It's incredible. It's where the massage therapist uses their feet to massage you. We've got bars overhead. We've got literally in our in our day spa, um, I think it's like 15 out of our 25 rooms have these bars on there. Okay. So it's really cool. And what it does is it's flat footed. So it's compression all the way down your back. So instead of that owie pokey feeling that you get with elbows and thumbs and all, it's great for the massage therapist because it helps save her hands, but it's great for the, the client because they're like, oh my God, this is the most incredible thing ever. The way you sell that is you, you, again, explain why it's a little bit different than a deep tissue massage. And then you give what I call the benefits. What does the client get out of the service? And that's that education piece. It's like, you're going to feel this, this, and this afterwards. And But the key is, is that, you know, especially if you're going to be doing partnerships with a store like this or the brewery, here's the key that a lot of people skip. You need to actually massage the people that work there. You need to get and do it for free. Do it complimentary. Say, I'm going to bring your guys in here. If you got like a spa like mine, you know, I'm already thinking about looking up local, local store going, I will let you bring your staff in, do it complimentary for me. I'm not looking for a discount on the mattress just so they can experience it. It's that red spoon of ice cream from Cold Stone Creamery. Try the ice cream before you buy it and you can pick the exact flavor you want because that way these guys can describe precisely what this is like and why it helped their back. It's not just enough go, we know massage helps. It's the same thing with skincare. No one knows they really need skincare until they start doing it and they're like, oh the God, I look so much better. You know, it's one of those things and it's hard because sometimes the price point or the um, like, ooh, that seems weird then I'm about to have another person touching me. So that's another education piece, but it, it depends on the modality. It depends also to, I think, on the, the ideal client for your business because it's really easy for me to convince a mom of two to come in and get a massage when she can find the time because she's like, dear God, let me escape these children. And like, that's a marketing piece we use, guys. We say, your children won't find you here. <laughs> but it's true. We that's send that good. in an email. Mommy, we send that yeah, seriously, we send that in an email or sometimes like Mother's Day, we're like, or this is what I tell my massage therapist. Some of you are going to get so offended by this. You'll never listen to my show again. Oh, well, I tell them every Valentine's Day, our job is to make sure he gets some this evening. 
That is our <laughs> job. We are foreplay. We are the warm up. And if she loved this place so much that he at least gets a blow job, he will come back all the time. Buzz, it's true. It's, it's so true. true. <laughs> Especially our male clients. You just have to make it stupid easy for them. And I, again, I think like just our industries, like it seems to me like buying a mattress is starting to stress me out a little bit. I'm not going to lie to you because I'm like my father-in-law and this and that. And it's not a budget concern. It's like, I want to make sure because it's such an investment. But it's the same thing like with these bigger holidays, like Valentine's Day. For a lot of people, it's an investment to say, okay, I'm going to take the time to get a baby. You got to think about this from the client point of view. They have to get a babysitter. They have to arrange to get there. They have to figure out their schedule to get there at the same time. They have to pick a place that they actually want to get massage. They have to be willing to take off clothing items to total strangers. And then hopefully it's good. And hopefully we don't get COVID while doing it. Like, that's a lot going on. And so it's still the same amount of kind of emotional investment, whether it's a big purchase like a mattress or it may not be as much money, but it's the time and the experience of these big holidays. And that's really, I think, what it comes down to, guys, is can they trust you with this investment? You know, now I think is a big opportunity. So if you look at challenges and you look at the minefield that's in front of you with COVID especially, and you just say, good, good. What does this allow me to do that's more creative and more innovative than anything I've ever done? Now I think is an opportunity to form more meaningful connections with people because you can surprise them in a way that maybe they, don't ex- they truly don't expect because now they're having to process their fears. And they're, they're scared to go into these high-touch environments, whether it's getting their haircut, getting massage. And so if they come in, especially now, and they feel so confident and it feels so safe and they walk away just feeling so relieved because that added layer of stress was ameliorated immediately and they feel great because they got an incredible massage. Your word of mouth, that exercise and word of mouth is not as difficult. So now is the chance for you to really form some deep, meaningful connections and, and walk, you have people walk away not expecting to feel so confident and safe in the experience that they got. But, but like you said, and like we talked about, you got to think that through and then add those little cherries on top of that whipped cream wherever you can. You know, I want to add to what you said there, because I think another thing, Ramona, you touched on a, a minute ago is the fact that if you think about this, what we talk about in the mattress industry, the number one concern for human beings today is health. Right. Absolutely. So it's it's mental health and it's physical health. And mm-hmm. sleep does some amazing things for your mental health, right? So lack of sleep looks a lot like depression. Lack of sleep, we all know we feel like shit. We don't perform well. Our attitude mm-hmm. sucks, all of that. But it's also on the physical health side, right? Like if you get worn down and you're not sleeping, you become sick easier because your immune system suffers. Well, in the spa business, it's kind of a similar thing, right? Because mental health. I mean, when like I, I actually went my last massage I did because I celebrated when we literally uh, launched our book and we published our, our first book together. And so I was excited about that it was a, it was a reward for me, essentially. But it's also it was also a mental health thing for me mm-hmm. because I had some stuff going on. And with all this COVID stuff, there's a lot of mental stress. And I, I was like, you know, I really need to get away and like do something and let someone pamper me and take care of me. And it meant a lot to me. And, it, and I left there literally in a better place than when I went in. And so if you're out there right now and you're selling massage, massages and foot massages and pedicure, whatever the, the list of things are, 
you're in the wrong business, right? The headline for a lot of you needs to be do something for your mental and physical health and get your ass in here and let us take care of you for an hour, right? Yes. I think there's a lot to be said for that too. You know, it's interesting. I, I agree. You were going, you were going yeah. through a transition. You were transitioning from having written a book to celebrating right. the publishing mm-hmm. of the book. So right. it goes back to that earlier point. And, and I tell you, we say this all the time in the mattress business. Open-ended questions are your secret superpower. And if you can say to somebody, what's going on with you? What, what kind of transitions are you going through? Are you celebrating anything? Have you had, you know, tease it out, ask open-ended questions, and you're going to find out what those transi- transitions are. And people are going to talk to you about it. And you can deepen that connection with just a couple of simple questions and make them walk away having the stress just melt away in more ways than one because people need to talk about stuff. Sometimes they need to get it off their chest. And I think it's a chance to do that. I, I agree. And the other thing is, is that with the spot world and, and Quinn, I'm going to call you out. I, I want you to make that a habit. I don't want a massage to be a treat. Like that's our ultimate goal. Spotpreneurs is we don't want massages to be a treat. We know that it's a lifestyle enhancement that when they get regular care, whether it's massage or skincare or your nails done, it's not vanity. This is, these are health reasons to do, whether it is that mental break or whether it is you've got some low back issues you need to work on. You know, I was telling them one of the perks of my job is I get massage once a week. Um, I do that to connect with my team, honestly, but really I want to get, I'm 40. I need to get, once you hit a certain age, you have to get massage once a week. It's just my rule of life. But I love this idea of, the, the idea of what's the transition or another question or, you know, what are you going through? If, if you only see them once in a while or what are you celebrating? The other question is what's your goal for this session to be? Like, what are you looking for? Because I think, and that's that great open-ended question that you were talking about, you know, that great opening question of, you know, if you ask like, what brings you here? That's boring. But what's your goal? What do you want to feel like at the end of this? And yeah. then you listen. I love that. Yeah. yeah. It's like when people, a friend of mine named Jeff, uh, he runs a mattress store up in Pennsylvania and, and he asks people when they come in, tell me why you're shopping for a mattress today. And it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's pretty brilliant because you're not actually asking a question. You're making a demand. But when you put a little bit of honey on there, you're going to get an answer. So you can say, tell me what, what makes you come in today to get a massage? Like, why are you coming in for a massage today? And um, that's going to reveal something that, that you can connect the dots on. And then, like you said, then, then you're going to make sure that you know, you're not doing something that wasn't the goal in the first place, and they're going to walk away dissatisfied. You need to understand and come from a place of care and empathy first, and then the outcome is going to take care of itself. So I, I want to build on that. And, and don't let me forget, guys, membership. I'm going to come back to that. But when, when people walk into a mattress store, and it's so crazy, what Kinsley said is so true. When you walk into a mattress store or a spa, if someone were to say to me, why are you here? Like, what can I do for you? Like, what problem are we solving? Like, I think just asking the question, just that one thing separates you probably from most other spas, right? And Mm -hmm. now I feel like you actually give a shit about me as a person and a human and what I'm trying to accomplish. And so I really feel like you have empathy for me as a customer. So that's that. But I have a question for you. Is there, like, I was just thinking, that's a, that's a total truth. Like Kinsley mentioned chiropractors early and I have a friend of mine who's a chiropractor and they have a maintenance program, right? Are yep. there many memberships? Like, I think it would be super cool. I have a membership to my freaking car wash, right? Is there a membership where I could come in every week where there's a membership? I have a pass and it's a one hour massage membership where you pay a certain amount, which is a reduced rate. And then you can, is that a thing in this? That, is a, that is a thing in the spa world. So we do it a little different 
separately at our day spa, we do what we call a prepaid program. You buy four or more and you save a certain amount of each one. And that way you come in, you have your regular appointment and we do it where there's no contract. And you can also, let's say it's your wife's birthday. Can my wife use one? Um, there are some in the franchise world, they make it so complicated and the list is so long. It's like buying a gym membership and you're like, no, that's ew. Um, so I like to make the memberships as simple as possible. But what you want to look for is you want to do it again. You want to create habits. And so they're like, ooh, I don't want to miss my massage. Like I see a personal trainer twice a week. And like yesterday it was in the middle of the inauguration. And I'm like, I'm going to skip the inauguration to go do my workout because it's that important to me. It is a set in stone appointment for me because I know I feel better when I do it. And I'll catch the inauguration later. That's how important you want to be to your clients. And, and But even those clients that you see week after week that become family to you, you still need to ask, what brings you in today? Our, one of our best massage therapists, Michelle, she's been with us 20 years. She asks every single client, what brings you in today? And, and she says that every time. And it's not a robotic thing. She's really checking in. The worst thing you can say to a person, and this is someone, you know, when I was a young widow, people would ask me all the time, how are you doing today? And it's like, I don't know how to answer that because you don't know what people are going through. So I loved what you said, like, what brings you in today? Why are you buying a mattress? What's your goal for the session? Rather than what, how are you doing today? That's such like a general question you because you can't trust what they're really going through. There's a guy that I read, read his book. It was called The Coaching Habit. Mm-hmm. And I, if I got nothing else out of it, it was the way to phrase a question to get an answer from a person. And it's only two, two words. So switch up whatever question you're thinking about asking and use the word what and the word you. Because when you ask why, it's sometimes pie in the sky. When you ask how, it's kind of process oriented. But when you ask what, it's very specific. And when you ask you, the person can make it about themselves. So I love how you phrase that, Ramona. And mm-hmm. if you're trying to get answers from your, your clients or customers about their goals or about business in some way, or you're coaching your staff, when you say the words what and you, you're going to get a different response than something that's a little ethereal at times. Yeah, I, I love that. And I, I think it's really important. Um, the book is is fantastic. I've, re- I've read a little bit of it. I enjoyed it immensely. I, I will tell you, it's funny. It's not, um, I read a lot of business books just because I'm that kind of person. And it's actually very interesting. And again, the book is called Come Back to Bed, Attract More Foot Traffic and Make People Fall in Love with Your Store. And even though it's set for, you know, in the space of the mattress kings here, <laughs> it is not, you know, again, I love learning from other other businesses because again, we are compatible. We are kind of like brother, sister, cousins, you know, like, hey, we all deal with like back issues and the same kind of clients. And again, that reciprocity of building those relationships because you never know where your next best client is going to come from. And so I love the idea of, um, you know, joining up with a locally based mattress store that you trust and, and know, give them the red spoon of the massage, you know, even do something as great for the manager and say, look, why don't you, the best salesperson gets a massage from us once a month. And, you know, and, and, you know, whoever sells the most or whatever it is. And that way it's a sales contest and sell it to them at a discounted rate, slightly discounted rate, not terrible. You still want to, again, don't fuck with the money, you know, work your numbers. But these are those businesses that you keep building on and on because when they do their big, you know, 4th of July blowout or you guys are about to do presents, just Martin Luther King Day, presents day is your next one, right? Three-day weekend. Yes, people have money or tax returns or stimulus checks, whatever comes to the pipeline. You're like, it's time to move the mattress. Um, Real quick, how often should people change out the mattresses? It's always good to know. 
When they become uncomfortable, so, um, and, and that's cheeky, but so most mattresses have a warranty of 10 years. A lot of people say replace in eight. I say this, uh, and Kinsley will support it, I'm sure. Um, when you have a transition in your life, if you lose weight, gain weight, um, if you're just not comfortable, if you're more physically active, um, if you're experiencing back pain that comes on as a result of an accident or anything like that, your preferences change. And so every now and then, here's, here's the, the best way to, to, to decide it. When you lay on your bed every night when you go home and you lay on your bed tonight, when you lay down, if you don't go, holy crap, this bed is unbelievably comfortable and I love this place. If you're not saying that, you're really missing the opportunity because a bed can make such a huge difference in terms of your peace, well-being, and peace of mind. This is where you spend a third of your life. You have to invest in something that gives you that moment, just like Quinn described, where when you get in bed and you close your eyes, just that very second, you just go, ah, like, I love this place. If you, so it's a hell yes, or it's a simple no. So if you're not saying hell yes to this mattress, then you have to give it a no. I've slept on crappy mattresses. And I was in pain. And, and look, you need to trust your body in this regard too, because if you're going home and you're in pain, it's not always working out. It's not always old injuries. Sometimes a bad mattress keeps your pain alive. You need to make this investment. Yes, it's a grudge purchase. Yes, it's a pain in the ass. We're trying to make it easier. We really are. <laughs> but, but you need to love thing. your mattress. And if you don't love your mattress, then it's a simple no, and it's time to move on. It's time to find something that fits your body. We just wrote an article about sex and how you should or should not use sex to sell in any industry. And right. the argument we make is we should be talking about sex in the mattress business because you know what? People have sex on our products, right? So they do. It's a very, they do. We can talk about it, Ramona. We can. Yeah, I, mean, it's okay. I, I use the word blowjob in the class. Uh, in the, the, your eyes, by the way, when I said that, you were like, whoa, she went there. <laughs> well, I, no, it's my it's my favorite part of the show because now Kinsley and I get to talk about We We got to do a, a podcast where that was relevant. But And by the way, I want to know how you incorporate the 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 massage so we can get blowjobs when we go home or is it the woman that's supposed to get the massage? I just need to figure that part no, out. No, 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 no. I'll, I'll tell you, honestly, here's the thing. So Valentine's, it's Valentine's Day. This is the only time we ever have this speech is Valentine's okay. Day. All right. The, if, especially if the guy has made the arrangements, it means he is trying to impress this woman. <laughs> Men do not typically, unless it's for their mama or the woman he's sleeping with. Those are the two most important women in a guy's life, typically, or or the, the person he's sleeping with. I'm going to be inclusive, okay? The person he's sleeping <laughs> with, all right? So we'll be inclusive. So they're not bringing their mama in for a couple's massage. So you guarantee you, if it's a guy bringing a woman or a man in for a couple's massage, it's the person they're sleeping with or want to sleep with. Therefore, if he succeeds in that goal, men like repeatable things. Y'all don't like change, typically. You're like, nope, we're going to do that more often. We're going to send her there more often. We're going to send him there more often. I'm just saying it works because I see, I see, I see it clearly. Because now. if you piss her off, if Valentine's Day gets ruined by your day spa and he doesn't get any, he's going to remember that and not come back. He's going to remember. <laughs> if you cut block it. him, it he's works. going to remember. If a guy's got a line that works at a bar, he's going to keep using that line over, That's right. over again. So yeah, by the way, to home plate. He's going to keep using that way to home plate yeah. over and over again. He's going to ride that horse until it doesn't have legs. Yeah, women are, that, are okay with experimenting. I find that men, y'all may be the difference, but it's usually repeat patterns, you know? My husband brings me flowers for a reason. 
you know, he's like, he's, he knows it works, you know? Well, it's, it's easy to repeat that. Right. Um, but back to the mattress and sex, my point is if your bed isn't good for sex, a lot of them aren't. So that's another reason you might go, Hey man, this kind of sucks. It's not returning energy. I get sucked into it. It doesn't relax. So that's just a thought for you. Right. No, but that's a really good thought. And I think that industry specific, and let me be really clear, spapreneurs, you know, I am very comfortable talking about this topic. And again, there are fine lines when it comes to day spas. And I'm sure in the mattress industry, we're like, eh, we can only do so much talking about it. But I think addressing those concerns as individuals, because we know that human beings are sexual human beings. My mother would say this. And that when you're in a loving, committed relationship, that is largely part of building that intimacy. And it's important. So a lot of what we do at the day spa is prep for that, whether it's Brazilian wax or or getting a massage, or again, making sure the mattress is good. Really quick, does thread count matter on your sheets, gentlemen? You feel like, I feel like you're the guys to know. Well, no, I just read an article that said it doesn't, but I have to tell you this, I've, I've touched the hand of a high thread count sheet. And uh, in my opinion, some of those actually feel better. So I think maybe it's less thread count, maybe the type of yarn. Well, maybe. and here's, here's the little insider secret. And this is what makes navigating any category tough is what the insiders know. So there's the weft and the ward, and it's the sideways threads and the up and down threads. Imagine them like that. And you can shove extra threads into the weft in order to technically say your thread count is higher and leave it out of the ward. And so it's, it's really tough. You know, that's why brands matter. And if you can find a brand you trust, um, I'm a pure care guy. So pure care sheets are really great. Quinn's sister works for Pure Care, so I know they make quality products. That's why brands become filters for navigating the world. And, and hey, that's why you know your brand matters because it's what people say and think about you when you're not in the room. But thread count. Uh, okay, I figured uh, since I have you, let me ask all the questions before I go. Okay, Hit us up. tell us what you got. Yeah, no, this is fantastic. This has been so good. And again, I get lots of, I got, I got to tell you guys, I get lots of requests for guests and um, I say no to most of them. So, but this was so interesting. I was like, y'all have two marks on. Let's see what happens. Um, but this has been so it. fascinating. Again, the book is called, I want to come back to bed, attract more foot traffic and make people fall in love with your store by Mark Kingsley and Kinsley. Kinsley oh, I will get that right. And Mark Quinn it is available now on Amazon. Um, I'm assuming it's also on Kindle because of Amazon loves their Kindles. And is there an audible version? Cause we do like, I like the audiobooks. So yes. it, are, do y'all narrate it? We do. We do. Yay. We, Yay. Yeah. we hit the Amazon bestseller list, which was, which was absolutely amazing. And I want to say this is a book that in 10 years from now, you can blow the dust off the cover because it's packed with principles that apply to just about any business. If you want to figure out how you can extract more creativity from your own brain and that of your team, you got to go through our hatch method, hatching brilliant creative ideas. If you want to figure out how you take one idea and you maximize it in your little galaxy, you can grab the galaxy graph, which is in the book. And it's all about, you know, forming meaningful, deep connections with your customers. It's not a bunch of slimy tactics. It's not a bunch of Facebook tricks or anything like that. These are real timeless principles that we've had working at Fortune 500 companies with small business owners, working in advertising agencies, uh, and now running companies of our own. All right. I love Ramona, it. All right. Yes. Will you, do, will you do our show? Yes, of course. Will you come on the podcast with us? Yes, I will podcast? bring. I will bring. Will the, bring I will mom? make sure. I will make sure the Lynn Graves appears on the Dos Marcos show. Yes, That's yes. Okay. Right. Plug plug your podcast real fast since we're doing that too. 
Uh, head over to mattresspodcast.com. It's the galaxy's greatest mattress podcast. Baby. It's are, are, there more than, are there more than one mattress podcast? That is totally irrelevant, Ramona. <laughs> <laughs> no, is the answer. No. But, no, but I love that. Oh my gosh. My, so my background is in podcasting and, um, you know, that's how I became a podcaster and I love niche shows like that because, you know, there is, there's, there's a show for everybody out there. So podcasts are great. Listen to them and listen to, again, I love listening to podcasts that have nothing to do with ministry. All right. I love to always end my show with my guests and I prepped you guys for this. You could have something profound and awesome to say. Some people like to be prepped. I don't, I'm just like, let's go. Um, so we'll start with Quinn. Quinn, what makes you feel wealthy? Um, relationships, friendships, uh, I've lost people this year. And I think now more than ever, isn't it true? Like with COVID, at least for me personally, it has really made it so clear that so much of this other bullshit that's going on, the politics, the illness, the sickness, the, the, the struggle for many businesses, like that's all stuff. But at the end of the day, it's about people. It's about the connection I have to them. It's about my faith. And it's about uh, the stuff that matters most, which is nothing material. It's just about the, the the feeling and the emotion I have with my friends, including my my good buddy there, Mr. Kinsley. Well, you stole my answer. Thanks a lot. <laughs> well, you, <laughs> Thank you for letting me go first. See, that's I, not yes and in Kinsley. That's just being complaining. So you have to uh, yes and now. So that's yes, right, that's right. And what I what I would add to that is, when I have a sense of community, when I have deep relationships, mm-hmm. I feel beyond wealthy. And it, it always reminds me, um, especially during these times, when we don't have as much connection, when we don't have as much consistent interaction with people we love, it reminds me of this, uh, this old Harvard study that, that tracked people originally to figure out what kind of person becomes the best manager. And, and they realized, like, let's keep following this, this group of Harvard men. And they ended up following throughout their entire lives. And many of them went off to war, were successful in business had people die, lost spouses and, and friends along the way. Some developed problems with alcohol and drugs. Some were wildly successful in, in other ways and didn't seem to have a lot of trouble. And they, they were trying to figure out what makes one what, what makes a good life. So they transitioned from what makes a good manager to what makes a good life. And they figured out ways to gauge and measure their quality of life. And they, they whittled it down to one factor. And it was the quality of their relationships. And that's what makes a good life. And it doesn't matter what struggles you face. It doesn't matter about the trials and tribulations or the, the problems you have or the personal struggles. The, the relationships, invest in that, invest in it today. Call somebody, call your mom, pick up the phone. Sometimes it's scary to make those tough calls to old friends because you feel like you have to invest a bunch of time all of a sudden and I just don't have it. Who cares? Pick up the phone reinvest into those relationships. That's what's making, that's what makes me feel wealthy. And that's why I, I tell Quinn this all the time. I'm like, I'm so thankful that we're coming up on 200 podcast episodes. We published a book this year during a very tumultuous time. And at the end of it, I don't have to sit there and be like, yay, I published a book into a room full of silence. I get to put my arm around my buddy. And I'm like, dude, we did this and we did it together. And there's somebody here to celebrate and take tequila shots with. That's right. 
Dude, dude, very good. This is episode 141 of the Spapreneur Podcast. If you are feeling a little bit alone in your business, yo, you should come check out my free Facebook community because um, it's awesome. And I do lots of lives there, including Spapreneur Live Weekly, which is my weekly show just for my Spapreneur community members where, you know, I'm talking about your specific business needs. So head on over there. It is um, on Facebook. Please do or Spapreneur.com. Find out more about these guys because they are hilarious. And seriously, please look at your mattress. If it, it get if it's not a hell yes, it's a hell no. That's just a good life rule. Like the relationship with the person you're looking at right now. If it's not a hell yes, leave that relationship. Okay, I'm just saying this is this is Auntie Ramona talking. Anyway, all right, thanks guys so much. I'll see you next time. Love you, Aunt Ramona. Thank, Thank you. you. Need more actionable steps to get your spa headed in the right direction? Head to spapreneur.com where we've got the tools, tricks, and methods to make your spa as successful as it can be. Spapreneur.com.